Hey everyone, my name is Jeff Finley and this is the Maker Mistaker podcast. Today on the podcast, I'm going to talk about inspiration. It's kind of a different take on inspiration. Um, I'm reading the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and she talks about how inspiration and ideas are consciousness and energy and they're attracted to suitable partners looking to become manifest in this world. So, so they're like an idea will find a person it'll be attracted to a person that the, that it thinks can create it in the world can have the tools and do what it takes to manifest in the physical reality so this was an awesome little nugget of wisdom that i took that changed the way i look at how i'm inspired and changed the way i look at my ideas and before i get into this topic just a quick a few quick updates from me so i changed the price of my book wake up to pay what you want and this has actually been pretty successful so far. So originally I was charging $15 for the ebook and $16 for the paperback on Amazon. But um it just I would be I was getting a lot of visitors to my page, my 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 landing page for the book, but I wasn't getting a lot of downloads or or purchases and and I'm wondering what I was doing wrong technically. I like like what is what's you know, is I doing something wrong with my page or whatever? So I was like, you know, I just really want people to read this book. And I experimented with this at WMC Fest, where I took the pay what you want model and applied it to my vendor table. So I was selling physical copies of my book plus t-shirts, and I just had a sign that says pay what you want. And it worked pretty well. I sold out of all my books and all my t-shirts. Well, practically, I had a few few like of my sizes of the shirts left, but I almost sold out of them. But all the books I had, I think I had like 30 books there. And some people paid $5 for the book. Some people paid $20 for the book. Um, so it kind of ranged, but there was, and there, I only gave away a few free copies of my book and those were to people who were interested, but they didn't have any money. And I was really curious what they thought of it. So I let them have it for free. That's what I'm doing. You can get my book for free at makermistaker.com slash wake up, um, or just pay what you think it's worth to you. You know, any, any price is a fair price. Um, so yeah, that's at makermistaker.com slash wake up. And another news too, I've been making a bunch of new music. I've had two new songs that I created this past week. One of them is called Float Away With Me and the other one is called Starseed Fun Time. They're, they're just, the inspiration being was with me pretty strongly this week and, and that's what kind of came out of it. Um, you can hear those at soundcloud.com slash Jeff underscore Finley. And this past week I was visiting Austin, Austin, Texas, looking for apartments. So I was scoping around neighborhoods and things. And hanging out with friends down there to kind of get a, a validation that, yes, I do want to move there in, in 2016. So, yeah, I'll be moving to Austin in 2016, and I'm super excited about that. So um, a couple of really, really great friends down there. It's like my tribe of people. We want to give birth to these new ideas that we're talking about, the Starseed event that we want to create, um, some new music projects perhaps, some, you know, a few things that, that my friends down there and I want to collaborate on. And one of those ideas is a starseed retreat. So, you know, just a typical retreat for starseeds, creative visionaries, conscious creators, etc. Something that we want to manifest in the physical. So this is this idea that has been following me around for a few months now. And so that's kind of interesting. I want to talk about that further. But so let's get into the today's show topic, inspiration. It's a new look at inspiration. I'm gonna. It's going to change the way you look at your ideas. And it's about relating to your ideas and having a relationship with them. It's like, think of your ideas as people, or think of your ideas as conscious beings. You know, maybe they're 
you can't see them, but you can feel them and you know when they're present with you. So think about when you get a big inspiration for something, how it makes you feel. And uh, this it just inspires you to start creating or maybe you ought to write it down or you maybe want to talk to someone about it. But it's this idea that wants to manifest in this world. And it shows you because it believes that you have the suitable tools to manifest it in the physical reality. So there's a reason why you are inspired by something. It's because this energy wants you to create it. It wants you to put forth the effort in physical reality to make it happen. Now, I've got a couple examples. So I remember when I first started WMC Fest, it was like I woke up one morning and was like, I'm going to start a fest. It was strange how this energy just took over me. And I was so inspired by it. It was, it was kind of funny because I was reading a book called Making Ideas Happen by Scott Belsky um, back in 2009. And it just occurred to me that I, I can make a fest. I can do it. All of a sudden, I wanted to do it. I had been going to music festivals and, and conferences, you know, a little bit. And at some point, it occurred to me that I wanted to do it my way. I wanted to make my own. And the idea was like, what? No way. Okay, how can I possibly do that? But the idea stuck with me. And the more I trusted it, the more I like accepted it and interacted with that idea, then the more resources I got, the support I got. I started telling people about it. I wrote a blog post about how I wanted to start my own festival, got some replies and comments and encouragement, and people started asking me if they can volunteer, they can help me out. And it was weird. It was like once I engaged with this idea it decided to, it like started bringing me, guiding me along, like the state of flow and support started coming my way. So that's another interesting concept that when you choose to engage with your idea, your inspiration and start creating it, taking, doing your part in the relationship, you know, actually putting forth the effort, taking one step at a time, you'll start to notice that you get in a state of flow or you get the support. It's kind of like a moving sidewalk is what Elizabeth Gilbert referred to it as, you know, in the airport. When you step onto the moving sidewalk, it feels like you're being pushed along a little faster. And uh, that's what happens when you engage with that inspirational energy. Now, so, so do you ever think about ideas that you've had that kind of pester you for a long time and and you keep kind of saying no to it in a way, like you keep ignoring it, like you're too busy, you just can't do this, you can't, you can't make this work, like you get this big idea to run a marathon, all right, and you think, well, that's not that big, that's not a big life-changing creative idea, right, no, but some part of you was inspired to do it, so you get this inspiration to run a marathon, and you keep telling yourself no, that you can't do it, or you're afraid, or you get your self-doubt involved. Well, if you ignore an idea for too long, it finds a new partner. It finds a new creator. And that concept was so interesting to me that it's like a relationship. It's the idea is pursuing you. And if you don't engage with it, you don't, if you say, no, I'm not doing it, you'll run out of that inspiration. Or if you wait too long, the inspiration will leave. I'm sure you felt that. But the thing that I'm sure you haven't thought about was, what if that inspiration was a conscious, conscious being that decided to go find someone else to create it. And then that idea will manifest in the physical reality, but maybe just not by you. So someone else might get that inspiration to run a marathon. Obviously, that's that's pretty pretty true. But, but here's an example that she gave in the book, which I thought was pretty awesome. So she had this idea to write this book about the Amazon. And she had this whole storyline where um, a woman from Minnesota was working 
and she was a quiet she had a quiet life up there and she fell in love with her boss and the boss had some project going on in the Amazon and, and things happened and needed her help so he sent her down there and which kind of flipped her life upside down. So it's like this crazy story in the Amazon and she had to do something about it and there's a love story thrown in there. All kind of crazy. So she was working on it and then at some point something happened where she had to put it on hold. She had to shelve the idea. So that's exactly what happened. She shelved the idea. And at a conference she met another author who um, really inspired her. She was really attracted to her. And they talked a lot and they hugged and she even, and then the other author even kissed her on the cheek. And then they decided to become like pen pals basically where they would write each other old-fashioned letters you know with the with the postage stamp and everything and they did this for a while and at some point time passed and they met each other again and caught were catching up with each other and said so you know what what's going on with you and tell me about this book that you're writing so she's like well i here's the book that i'm writing and, and you know and elizabeth talked about the amazon book and the storyline and everything like that and then the other woman said you've got to be fucking kidding me that's exactly the same book i'm writing and the storyline that she wrote was was almost identical, you know, save a few details like locate, you know, say like the, the the setting or the time that it was taking place, and you know, one was set in modern times, one was set in the sixties, etc. But she had the same exact storyline, and this was so cool to me because the moment where she had to put the thing on hold was the time that she went to that conference and met this woman, and then she said that the idea was exchanged in a kiss, like all all unconscious like they didn't know this was actually happening but the but that kiss was symbolic as like a transfer from elizabeth's consciousness her energy the idea went to this other woman and she got inspired and she started creating it and it's just such like a magical way of looking at inspiration and a magical way of looking at your life so i mean you don't have to believe this or or prove it or do anything like that but i think it's cool to encourage you to think about your ideas and inspirations as in this way. So, and she could have looked at it in a negative way and saying, this woman stole my idea as if there's like, um, as if you somehow possessed it and it was yours only, but she chose to look at it this way where the idea had a life of its own and it just found someone who's going to create it. So she was actually really happy. She felt all of this warmth and gratitude that this woman took the idea and ran with it. And it's not like she ever told her about it. So that's like the other odd, weird, random thing, right? Now, here's a crazy synchronicity that happened with me. So after I read this book, uh, after yesterday, as I was reading it, I just logged into Instagram. And one of the first pictures that I saw was this this woman who posted these starseed patches. And there was a one that said Pleiades, and it had a unicorn on it. And the other one said Sirius, or Syrians, and then it had a mermaid on it. And I was like, no fucking way. Because I had ideas for starseed patches about a few months ago when I was in Austin. I was sketching them out, and I drew I drew one for the Pleiades. I was talking with um, Gigi, my friend Gigi, about all the different starseed ET races. You know, like the, the Syrians, the Orions, the the Lyrans and the Pleiadians, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I was going to make an illustration for each one that represented their sort of qualities or characteristics, you know. And 
and I even had sketches. I even contacted another artist because I was running out of inspiration. That ins- and I was and I was not putting into action this idea for very long. You know, I kind of got burnt out and distracted, and I, I wasn't acting on the idea for very long. And I think the inspiration went away. And that's and I and I told the other artist after he followed up with me, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put this project on hold. <laughs> and then it's so strange that I log on Instagram today and see this other person that I follow created starseed patches almost identical or like the same kind of concept you know the star system the race with the illustration to go along with it so awesome and so i had a whole brand new perspective i didn't think she stole my idea i thought like wow that inspiration that idea found a new creator to manifest it like how remarkable is that and so i contacted her and told her about this story and she's like i think you should totally create your starseed patches you know we need variety like do it in your style you know so she's really encouraging um, so I just might do that, but, and here's another funny story, that same woman. So as soon as I had this idea for the starseed event that I was talking about, um, a few weeks later, you know, after I've been telling some friends about it, I log on Instagram. The same woman has a video where she's asking her followers, if there was an event for starseeds, what would you want it to be? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, she's on the same wavelength as me. Somehow the inspiration beings that I'm talking to, that I'm involved with, are also talking to her. So this is someone I need to connect with. And this is a sign from the universe, in my opinion, that I should connect with her and figure out a way to collaborate. Because we are onto something that we both, that that's kind of transcends both of us. So I think that's really cool. So the next thing I want to talk about is once you've identified these different inspiration beings, these different energies that you feel when you're inspired, or you're at different ideas, what do you do with them? Okay, so say you decide to say yes to one of those ideas. What happens next is you enter a relationship with that that being. So it's kind of like now that you have committed to the relationship in a way, like you decided you're going to start to execute this idea, whether that's either writing it down or taking that first step towards either telling the world about this idea, drawing your sketches, contacting the thing, the person that you need to contact, you know, whatever that first step is, you're going to start to get either support or help or new ideas that kind of enter your consciousness as sort of like a stream. Once you take that first step in the relationship, you'll start to see a a reciprocation back from your inspiration. It's like inspiration will feed off of inspiration. And then the next thing that you'll probably notice is that it takes a lot of hard work to execute your idea. So not every inspirational idea that you get is an easy thing to create, but or that you're going to get all this guidance and support all the time. But it, it's a reciprocal relationship where you have to put forth the effort and the, um, the energy in the physical reality, the grunt work, basically. You know, if you're going to write a novel or write a book, you don't just sit down and it just comes out. Like, you got to put forth the effort and sit, go to your computer every day and write and write and write until it's done. That's what I had to do with the books I wrote. Um, and same thing with WMC Fest. You know, it's like the idea wants to manifest itself, but you are the creator. You have to execute all right. And this is the interesting thing about inspiration. If you think of inspiration as conscious entities or beings that are looking, they're non-physical, but they're looking for a home. They're looking to be manifested in the physical reality. So if you, if it's looking for a suitable partner, how does it know if you're a suitable partner or not? Well, you kind of have to be already doing something. You can't sit around and wait for ideas to come to you. But once you start taking the first step of action, say like, you know, 
you start to develop a new hobby, right? Like, say you start painting, and you're not a very good painter, but once you start painting, you'll start to get inspiration and ideas for new paintings of what you can do for that with that hobby. I mean, that sounds so simplistic, but when you think about it as inspiration and ideas are conscious energy beings, then it's like, wow, you've just found a suitable partner. These ideas are floating around in the ether, and you just decided to, to take a step forward, and you've attracted this this new idea into your life. And you get to decide, do you want to manifest it? Do you want to work on it and create it and birth it into this universe? So, yeah, just such an interesting concept. Um, let's see what else, what other notes I have so far on this topic. The inspiration or idea will find another partner if you ignore your idea for too long or you flat out reject it. And also take note of the different flavors of inspiration that you get. Um, one can feel super loving and inspirational and and sort of world-changing a big idea, you know, a big idea. And another one might just be an inspiration on you're walking around and then sometimes, somehow you get this enthusiastic idea to go talk to this stranger. Or maybe you, you have a lot of different hobbies and one of them is music and you just get this idea for a new song. Or you just feel inspired to play guitar that day. Or you feel inspired to go to the park. You know, there's those are different inspiration uh, flavors, so to speak. And if you start to pay attention to them, you can get a taste for how they, the actions that it wants you to perform. So if you just have inspiration to go to the park one day, maybe maybe it's like a your higher self or something like that telling you that you need to go relax and go be in nature because perhaps it's going to enable you to receive another idea or another inspiration, or maybe it's part of your healing that you need to do to get away from the computer for some time. So. I love this idea. And what I've done is I've taken these big ideas that I have, like my Starseed event, the patch idea, this podcast, for example, um, this episode specifically, and then also some of my other more mundane tasks that I have to do. I've Those are also like these lingering projects in my head, but I've started to re- associate them as conscious beings that are looking to manifest in the world, and I have to take care of it. So I've reminded myself of these by by assigning one of my crystals that I have. I say this crystal represents this podcast episode. This crystal represents my starseed event. This crystal represents, you know, this other idea that I've got. And so then when I sit down at my computer, I like look at them and I say, oh, hi, hi, starseed event. What do you want to do today? It's like you're, you have a friend and it's this idea. Um, and then you start to say like, what is it that you want to express through me? What can I do to help you? What can I do to manifest you and your dream and your vision into this reality? So you as the artist or the creator is kind of taking a step aside and saying that you're going to let this idea travel through you into the world. And Elizabeth mentioned that back in the old days, it was thought that you had a genius, that not not that you were a genius, but that you had a genius. And it was this like guiding force of inspiration that channeled through the artist and and it got created. So the artist wasn't actually taking credit. It was like, they're just the conduit for this idea. But now we've kind of got into this world where the artist is sort of like a celebrity and there's only a few special artists that have a lot more talent than others. And those are the ones that get all the credit. But everyone is a creator. Everyone is an artist. Everyone has inspiration and ideas that are suitable to them. They've got particular tool sets. So like you listening, you've got particular tool sets and skills and abilities and that you bring that are unique to this world. 
And so you're going to get ideas and inspirations that come to you because of that, that you get to create. My brother was talking about, he, I mean, he just made this, uh, made up this story that he had was he had, at one point it was inspiring to him that cars should bring back their old body types. Random, random idea. For me, I would never have thought that, but he did. And then of course he didn't act on it. It's not like he's got the, I mean, he doesn't have all the resources and stuff like that to go, or perhaps maybe he does, he just doesn't realize it, but to go and, you know, create that in reality, but he didn't act on it. And then, then he started seeing, um, like five years later that cars started to bring back their old body types, like the old Ford Mustang and stuff like that. And that was pretty interesting. He was just relating a story to me after I was telling about all this stuff. That's like, he had this idea, this brainstorm, this inspiration. He didn't act on it. And then later on, he saw someone else did. So we probably see that a lot more and more and more if we start to pay attention. But anyway, what I want to encourage you to do is pay attention to your inspiration. Follow that inspiration and your curiosity. The more open you are to receive inspiration and the, and then the more receptive you are and saying, yes, I'm going to follow you, inspiration, rather than obligation. If you continue to follow obligation all the time, you're not really going to be living a very fun and magical life. But if you follow your inspiration, your life starts to become pretty magical. You'll you'll get on that moving sidewalk, so to speak, and you'll feel like you're being guided along this path of um, new opportunities start to pop up in your reality and your life that you're just like, whoa, how it's unexpected. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Um, yeah, and then also take that first step when you get inspired. Don't delay. Take that first step and act on that inspiration when it's when that, when that energy is hot. When you are like initially inspired, take one first step to say, yes, I love you. I'm going to engage in this idea with you. And then treat that inspiration like it's your imaginary friend or something like that. I think that's actually a really cool way of looking at it that, that takes you and your ego out of the situation and allows you to develop this relationship with this uh, with your idea in a brand new way that hopefully you begin to manifest more awesome stuff in this world. So, well, that's it for today. I just wanted to ramble on about that topic. I thought it was interesting. I'm going to continue reading Big Magic and maybe um, in the future I'll talk about more of what I discover from that book. But so that's it. I'll see you guys next week.